Is it hard to go from, from Pee-wee's Playhouse to White Zombie? No, I mean, I was basically just, you know, 19 years old, living in New York, broke. You know, during the day I worked on Pee-wee's Playhouse for five bucks an hour and then had my crappy band that nobody cared about and played CBGBs for five people. So it <laughs> wasn't a hard well, what, what made it for you? The, the key moment was um, Beavis and Butthead. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band, the podcast where we have comedians come on and defend music they like that other people make fun of them for liking and talk shit about. Give them guff, if you know what I mean. I'm Tom Takar, the Slumdog Thousandaire, and I am, of course, joined by the Prince of Snarkness, Tommy McNamara, for another week. How you doing, pal? But today, I am the Dark Prince of Snarkness, because it is a Halloween episode of Stand By Your Band. Ooh, I'm key. here with Tom Tuscare. Oh man! And Tommy McNuscara. <laughs> Didn't we figure this out last year? Tommy Dracnamara. Oh, like that's Drac-Namara. pretty good. Yeah. This is Django Gould. Gould. Damn. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, Gould. That's Dana good. Gould, Dana Gould. <laughs> oh is man, that we can't use boys and ghouls. We have to do something different for that now. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, we, there's no, it's not two genders, so we have to really. <laughs> <laughs> this could take a while. Uh, yeah, this, this is the gender. This is welcome it's to gender. welcome to this year's spook by your band. That's good. Stand by your band aid. They're scary, right? Band aids are an injury from a monster. You know, See? you know my favorite Halloween rapper, Nelly. Hell yeah, <laughs> he's always got that band aid on him. That's true. What happened to him? Um, really quickly, I, I, I want to acknowledge, I made, I, every week I, I stare at Tommy from across this very table and, uh, today I'm, I just want to take note of the work he puts in by wearing, he has to wear headphones that he has to unzip that I <laughs> won, I won at a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I, I really give him shit equipment to work with. <laughs> It feels like sexy to when you unzip them. <laughs> yeah, it's very sexy. <laughs> you ever feel year. like there's little things that are like that are like feel like naughty that aren't necessarily <laughs> like like the whatever you're unzipping something it feels kind of weird to me. Not like a backpack, but I guess like those look like jean zippers or something. Uh-huh. But uh, at the airport, whenever I take my belt off, I'm like the hell are we doing here <laughs> the, the friction the friction that creates sliding out of your out of your waistband yeah oh my mind my mind <laughs> i get yes. the pat down every time like literally really? i would really? say four out of five times i go through the airport oh they God. pat me down oh that's because that huge boner you got yeah i think the key is just to look as bored as possible when you're walking through and they'll just you know i should stop sweating and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah stop sweating and blinking nervously <laughs> <laughs> It would be funny if it turned out that you just were showing up to the airport with a gun in your hand. You're like, oh, I forgot to leave this at home. Another pat down. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you get. Yeah. Uh, we are, we, we've already introduced him, but uh, we do have Django Gold on, to, Gould on today. A writer uh, for The Late Show is Stephen Colescare. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, man, uh, that was too scary. <laughs> this is all fun games up until now, McNamara. The Late Crow. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Oh, uh, Django, you picked a scary guy. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> yeah, what, do you, what do you think about what you've I'm as, done? I'm as good as Larry King at interviewing. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> How do you sleep at night, <laughs> Muhammad? <laughs> <laughs> when, did you, uh, when did you get into Rob Zombie? Were you in high school? Uh, yeah, Hellbilly Deluxe, which was like this breakthrough solo album, was like one of the first CDs I was really, really into when I was in high school. And it's an awesome album. I, I love it today. And I always just really... I mean, I've always been the kind of like a hard, a hard rock guy. I really mm. enjoy like dumb hardcore, dumb like you know metal, stoner rock types of stuff. But uh, yeah, Rob Zombie, I just really enjoy the you know this chugging music. I, lo- I love his silly image. You know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm always I'm just a, really all about the Rob Zombie way of life, and obviously that applies 
back in time to White Zombie as well. To prove yeah. that you're still into that, tell the listeners who you're seeing tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, I may be seeing a band called Fuck Tropical Fuckstorm. Yep. <laughs> On Although, the day of the climate change report. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. I wonder if they changed their name to befit that. <laughs> Wait. what was? I'm sorry. I, I'm going to plead ignorance. Was there a, a new climate change report that came out recently? Today, yeah. Is that why everyone's moaning about, about that lately? <laughs> oh, are you, you're Wait. one of those people who doesn't believe in no, it. No, <laughs> I definitely believe in it. I, I did think of something interesting, at least I thought was interesting, was with this coming cataclysm, why are we only periodically talking about this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we should be talking about this every minute of every day. It should day. be pretty yeah. constant. <laughs> yeah, well, but boy, you need a break sometimes. <laughs> sure. I do appreciate you pleading ignorance. That's the first time I've heard somebody plead that since they found that little girl in Tommy's God room. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that one I did not see coming. <laughs> but I guess on a scary episode, I'll play into the bit. <laughs> Wait, not Nothing see more coming? Scary. <laughs> Sounds like Tommy in his room. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing spookier than kidnapping. <laughs> uh, every every crime is pretty spooky if you think about it. That's it's true. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Huh. It's pretty scary to buck the laws of our c- civilized society. Yeah. Anytime I see that, I, I go. <laughs> you know, uh, you know this uh, this podcast is actually haunted. That's why Tommy's always hearing all those boos all the time. <laughs> that makes sense. That's the show. <laughs> I mean, granted, why, it's usually his, his co-host doing it, but... Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's uh, my go-to joke every time that we're at Caroline's together. Uh-huh. <laughs> this, this theater it is doesn't haunted. make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Home of Louis C.K.'s return last night. Hey. Yeah. So I don't get uh, why <laughs> he calls music. it Hellbilly Deluxe. Um, a lot of his song titles and album titles are kind of like... Just like gratuitous combinations of like horror imagery and like white trash imagery and just like weird like like kind of like off base humor. So yeah, like hellbilly, I get. Yeah, you know, I think that right. I, shouldn't it just be called Cause, hellbilly? Because because he, he's like a child of like carnies. Carnies. I, I meant metaphorically, Tom. I oh, wasn't, <laughs> I don't understand metaphor. Born Sidney Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like a child of like the world of like. Like trash horror movies and trash comic books, right. where you're always enhancing things with bright, cheesy colors, and it's the deluxe double featured triple X thing. Uh, so deluxe is just like a, a meaningless phrase. If you look at a lot, of his, a lot of his song titles, he just kind of like dumps meaningless adjectives in there. It's just kind of his kind of his thing. I'm gonna start sure. playing a song. Uh, I think we only have one song from that album, so I'll start playing it now while we're talking about it. From this Hellbilly, is, uh, yeah. Did you watch the music video for this? I did not. Oh my no. lord! Uh, yeah, you sent us music videos. I don't think either of us partook in that. Yeah, um, you, you should today. definitely watch the music video for this. All right, I'll uh, I'll put it on after I start playing. You this. should. Okay. You should. Oh, shit. React to that Say that again, Tommy. You were drowned out. Well, I was describing the music video, and it was an ad for Hunter Killer. <laughs> I love those dreadlocks. So, listener, what, what you're seeing is a live footage from a Rob Zombie show. But what we're about to see is a lot of really gratuitous nudity. Ooh. At, very, at this various points in this music video, you just see, oh, like... Tommy, zip your headphones d- back. Dozens up. of women flash, flashing the camera, the crowd. It really, like, I would yeah. not have thought his band would attract any women whatsoever, but they're out there, man. Pseudo Nazi imagery there with the onstage dancer. I think this is an Ozfest. It could be. I wonder if they would they would be allowed to have that much stage weight for oh. their own show at Ozfest. Uh, maybe. I don't know. What do you guys think about this theory? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, 
Uh, Minister Whitey uh, writes, it's a song about necrophilia, which is having sex with dead people, which is pretty spooky. Thank you. Uh, Or killing a person halfway through sex. Enough lines point to death slash dead bodies and sex. Yeah, I mean... I, it's qu- not really knowing the lyrics. It's quite plausible. Like most of the songs are, are just that. You know, it's just like a lot of like B, let's like see B, B movie type B horror movie type like tropes. You know, here are some of the lyrics: uh, Hell on Earth for what it's worth. Dead on dreaming. You started screaming. Uh, <laughs> oh. The Wizard of How. The King of Now. Cry like a banshee and die like you want me. Yeah, that's, that's that, that kind of supports the minister's theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow all right well that was uh Demonoid that was demonoid phenomena yes from hellbilly deluxe uh, which by the way is, is one of those albums that really every track is a banger yeah i fucking love that album man as david letterman would say not a dog on it <laughs> I like that. uh now, one of the song titles is Living Dead Girl. That not, confuses me. Have you not heard that one? <laughs> no. That, one, that one's definitely about necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to play. <laughs> uh, Leviathan6991 says, does anyone else think this might have to do with sex? <laughs> get it out. Get it on. Like, get out your penis. <laughs> oh, God. What do I put it on? <laughs> uh, oh, some interesting theories. Let's listen to a little bit of Dragula, because that's one of like the two songs. I had her, okay. yeah, and that was on this album also. So that's yes, that, that, that was a lead-off single. Of that was like album. the breakthrough, probably. Yeah. yeah. And someone also pointed out on one of these comments that he's the only like metal act up to this point. Did a lot of samples, like you would hear in rap songs all the time, but no like rock music would really just, like, sample movies and shit. Yeah. yeah. You guys know uh, where the title for this song came from? It's the Monsters, right? That is correct. Yeah, Tommy, you're losing by one check. point. Yeah. <laughs> Here are those headphones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is how I won them at the Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> that yeah, exact question. Tri- 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 <laughs> this album cover is scary as hell. Oh, sure, man. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Okay, there are three films that this song is featured in some form in. Oh. Uh, can you name any of the three? The three Lord of the Rings movies. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> <Got it. laughs> Every time that they're uh, they're walking, you might not notice. <laughs> Every what? single time that all the characters are when walking. Frodo and Sam first <laughs> get in their own demon car. <laughs> And parade around the New Zealand Highlands. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a reference to Dracula. When Aragorn is falling off that cliff. That is <laughs> <laughs> okay, actual guess. Yeah. Are they, are, are, can you give a... Can, are, uh, are, are these Rob Zombie movies? Like, no. Movies? Okay. I don't believe so, at least. So I'm pretty sure no. album came out in 98, so it can't be anything before that. So I want to say one of the Matrix movies. That's a good guess. Django? Actually, I'm just going to tell you, that's correct. Hell yeah. Oh, so I have t- there's two left. There's two, two left, yeah. So uh, I get a point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there you yeah. Go. One point. One of them, it's just the words are spoken in the beginning of a movie, and the other one is like I'm going to guess Blair Witch 2. No, that is not correct. Fuck. What, the what the movie that uh, I was hoping you get is Idle Hands. Oh, oh I yeah. saw that movie. You did? It was like an MTV movie uh, yeah. where the guy, the devil, yeah. controlled his hand. Yeah, yeah. What a what a plot for a movie! <laughs> it seemed like a good Seth excuse Green for me? masturbation. <laughs> like, the devil I, took I, my I, hands. I like when they make movies out of expressions. Yeah, <laughs> early to bed and early to rise. You've seen yeah. Penny for your thoughts too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that bird who's eating worms <laughs> from the whole movie. That would be a Pixar movie. Yeah, the bird that ate the worms. So wait, so what was the other one? Uh, the other one was City, the City of the Dead. Okay. Which I've never seen. Does Living Dead Girl live there? <laughs> <laughs> she lives in 
Uh, let's see. Proper. 82-year-old John Hetlinger performed this song on the July 20th, 2016 episode of America's Got Talent. Oh, God. A wow. previous rendition by Hetlinger on the popular NBC competition show of the Drowning Pool classic Bodies went oh, viral. Let the bodies at the floor. Man, I'm getting spooked out by this episode already. <laughs> the, listening to Rob Zombie's voice is hurting my voice. Yeah. It's hurting my throat. I lost my voice a little bit this weekend doing karaoke because uh. <clears throat> I tried to sing Pink, Just Like a Pill, uh. and Jewel, You Were Meant for Me. And I thought I was doing a very good job. I was really belting it out. I can only scream with those songs. I mean, the the passion is all that really matters. Exactly. I'm not a good singer, so I was like, it's all about performance right, for me, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, and I, I thought I did a great job, and then I woke up to a message the next morning from, uh, a guy who, uh, was, it was, uh, uh, our buddy Kendall Farrell, who he said, Hey, the guy I was with, uh, saw your performance and he said that, uh, he thought maybe you were going through something and <laughs> thought oh, maybe I should check on you. <laughs> what? So, uh, <laughs> apparently I did not do as good of a job. That's an upsetting review. Have but, you ever done a Rob Zombie song at karaoke? No, all the only song I ever perform at karaoke is um, actually pro- properly enough. Uh, Tammy Wynette's "Stand by Your Man." Oh shit! Oh, nice. That's literally the only song. We should I close out the podcast sing. with you singing "Stand by Your Man." <laughs> if, you can, if you can pull up the karaoke track on, uh, on YouTube, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> we should talk about uh, all this imagery is making me think of a movie we saw together. That's right. The name of Mandy. Mandy. Oh, how was Mandy? I did. I've not seen this. My review: I was too drunk. <laughs> it's about Mandy yeah. Moore, correct? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's relevant to the show. <laughs> yeah. It's about her uh, early childhood. Uh, I, I I liked it. The, the people we went with, it was pretty overwhelmingly negatively panned. Right, most people did not like it. I would say that. Yeah, I thought it was good. I'd give it like a seven or seven and a half. Okay, it's definitely a like a plotting. Long ass movie with a lot of style and no substance. Yeah, but it has cool style. So oh, it's that's all like weird. heavy metal imagery, is whatever. Yeah, saying. it's like the yeah. review totally. I read of Tommy's performance at the Knitting Factory <laughs> last night. Style. <laughs> yeah, red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that reminds me, uh, because of uh, the bringing up of a film being panned. What What are your thoughts about Rob uh, Zombie's film career? So I actually don't really like horror movies in general. I don't that either. That is very weird. Yeah, that you, that like you would this like music this. And that, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've never just I've just never really been interested. I'm, I'm not really a fan of like jump scares. Okay, I'm not really a fan of like gore and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I like like slow burn horror movies, like The Thing, for example, like kind of like more like tense movies. But I've just never really been into, like the overwhelming like gore movies. So I Ooh. don't don't really like. They should make a crossover of that thing you do with the thing. <laughs> that the thing you do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where it's uh it's a musical of the thing. Yep. Oh god um, damn it. Why is at midnight why did at midnight leave us before this idea came out? <laughs> points. You'd be swimming in points right now, Takar. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, what since I heard the word gore, I, there was one song I wanted to bring up that was not on your list also. Uh but mostly because of the name. This is a uh, the hideous exhibitions of a dedicated gore whore. Mm, yes, that's one of the newer ones, right? From the electric wow, warlock acid gore. witch satanic wow, orgy celebration dispenser, of course. That's what I'm saying, man. Ashes, ashes, and gore. But I like how it starts like wonderful, never clear. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping our streak of talking about never clear at least once you a month. Really, tell the, the production of this song, Dragula. It's crazy how crisp. Like sanitizing the song. Yeah. <laughs> Dragly had that big kick drum and like really overwhelming wall of sound. This is just like shitty. It's really bad, yeah. Yeah. It sounds so thick. Really weird. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Like, I don't like that at all. I want to question you about a lyric, though. What do you think of this? He said, she got fuck you scratched in her head, a three-legged freak strapped to the bed. Is that a dog? (laughs) Oh, Uh, Oh, wait, a man could have three legs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's some kind of uh, a... Or does that mean a man with a giant penis? I think it's probably the first one. <laughs> it's, it's like a geek show type. Uh, it would be funny if in that Larry King interview he brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Robert, I'd like to... Um, I can't do a fucking King. I can't do any accents. I cheated on my wife. <laughs> oh, wow. 
didn't You're he? Going to, coming to our guy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the only king I like is Jabuki Young White. Short the king. short king. Check him out on Jimmy Fallon. Wait, what's Actually, the- check out American Vandal Season 2. Holy moly, I love that oh, show. Yeah. Jabuki wrote on it. Oh, he did. That's right, yeah. I haven't seen the second season yet. It's, oh, shit. I loved it. Larry King got cheated on. What? All right. Larry no. King was blindsided by wife's alleged affair. <laughs> well, he's had five marriages. I'm sure he did. <laughs> she yeah. was like wearing buttons and shit when she did it. <laughs> a flair. <laughs> uh... Or should I say, blindsided by his wife's alleged a scare? <laughs> Her or sin fidelity. Blind, <laughs> blindfolded by. Wait, that's not more scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But he also cheated on one of his wives with her sister. Damn, oh, Lord. man, damn, King, you messy. So messy. <laughs> you mean her cyst <laughs> care? What? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I had something and I forgot it. <laughs> uh, you know what? They probably shared him and this uh, woman. A Thunder Kiss 65. Thank you. <laughs> the now, first song I did play with. This song this is the first one that I know. Yeah, this this is like, this is still White Zombie, but um, I think this one got a lot of MTV playing and that type of thing. And this is like the good production. This is like the thick bass and the simple. This is in a video game of some kind. I think it's in Road... Uh, what's it called? Like Road Rash or something? Oh, yeah. Makes sense. This does feel like cool, badass biker music. I don't know. Oh, this is on Guitar Hero. Ah. Somehow, one of the first songs that we've featured on the show that has also been in Guitar Hero. Interesting. I think. Prove me wrong, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, this album at, at the risk of generalizing, you have a lot of people on the like they choose like an emo band. It seems like yeah, and you don't get a lot of that. Like no one's playing Fall Out Boy on the. That's true. Oh, how dare you? I think there is a Fall Out Boy song on there oh, somewhere. Exactly. But yeah, I think you're mostly right. <laughs> the album is uh, La Sexorcisto. <laughs> Devil Wait, Music Volume again? 1. See, that that one already has its own in, in, in-house in scare title. <laughs> La Sexorcisto. Like sex, with sis- <laughs> sex with Sister? Sounds like, sounds like Larry King. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's how Rob Zombie got his appearance on that show. <laughs> oh, La- Larry King was browsing through the racks at his local Amoeba Records. Oh, he was browsing hey. through the racks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, this single was released three times as a single before it gained the attention of Mike Judge, and its video was aired on Beavis and Butthead Wait, in 93. You can release singles multiple times? Apparently. Yeah, that's bizarre. I've never heard of that I either. I don't know you could do that. I think LFO might have done that, too. I <laughs> think I also just made that up. <laughs> yeah, LFO, seems, uh, more like... UFO. That's scary. Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Just spooky. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we had, to, we had to go back and fix all the previous proper nouns that did not have scare titles in them. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, this is going to be a bit of a slog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last hour is going to be us <laughs> fixing things up. <laughs> I feel like he specifically named these albums to make them hard for podcast hosts to say. Yeah, it is. All, it, it is like a fuck you to the like whole like you know. Oh, did you listen to the new you know yeah e- yeah TK type thing? Like this yeah. next one, like Astro Creep. Uh, the title literally doesn't fit in the thing on Spotify. It doesn't. So yeah, I'm gonna start playing more Human than Human. Oh, please do. Another big hit that I knew. Yeah, but yeah, Astro Creep. Two thousand songs of love. First of all, there's no chance it's two thousand songs. Two thousand songs of I think, love. I, I think it's the year two thousand. But it says 2,000 songs of love. Oh, interesting. I, I, I take that back. Much like the magnetic field. <laughs> I guess I'm not the big fan I thought I was. Borrowing oh. the, the print samples here. This is one of my least favorite things in music. Yeah, it's really a sex noises? Yeah. It's who so else? Lame. It was, uh, we just. Sublime does it. And there was somebody, it. uh, who did Dan Licata defend? Henry Black Rollins. Flag. Henry, Henry Rollins has, like, the real, real sounding one. 
It's so lame. I didn't though. realize how uncomfortable it made me until that one. It's just embarrassing f- for the band. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. I feel like this is used in TV movies all Yeah, time. I've definitely yeah. heard this. Oh, interesting. What do you got? Oh, I see. Can you tell me what song this, uh, or what movie this song was inspired by? Okay. What human Robocop or something like that? Something like that. I think you're, you're close. Yeah. Terminator? Still close, but not quite. AI? <laughs> yes, Haley Joel Osment vehicle. AI. <laughs> Dude, one thing that's funny, this is so off topic, in the new NBA 2K, <laughs> your character's nickname is AI, oh, but Haley Joel Osment is in the video game. What? He's like your social media manager. Oh. Doesn't that feel like it like a joke they meant to make? Wait, but AI does not stand for Alan Iverson. No, no. Oh. it's like art. It's like you're like, I don't know why they call it. Maybe I just accidentally picked the <laughs> AI. I also really enjoy this music video. This one I've seen. I think I took yeah. that. Yeah. There's something about his bass player Sean Salt jumping on the couch. I was really like, oh my god, fucking New York hardcore. Like, <laughs> it's an awesome place to be. You know? This is some really fun. Oh, this isn't a ton of shit. Yeah. Can you name which uh, video game it's in? Grand Theft Auto? No. Uh, but, Tony Hawk, bad guess. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? But I hate you. <laughs> Actually, there's several, it looks like. Oh, it's in Twisted Metal. Oh, yeah. Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam. Oh, yeah. Look at you. Oh, wait, that might be a TV show. No, no, no that's right. <laughs> There's also at least three movies on here. Yeah. And, like, five TV shows. Whoa, an instrumental version appears in the trailer for a Pixar movie. Wow. Are we guessing Wally? which one? You want to guess which one? Is it Wally? No. Uh, cars? Close. Cars 3. <laughs> it's in the Cars vein. Oh, planes? Yeah, it's planes. <laughs> oh. I, didn't even know that I forgot about planes. <laughs> yeah. Planes yeah. does not usually make the grade, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this song rules. Yeah, it I really like does. that one. That fucking slide, man. It's also in The Cable Guy, which I oh, did not realize. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, a remix is in The Covenant. It's in the TV show Psych. It's in uh, My Bloody Valentine 3D's trailer. Most notably, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and also a downloadable track in a rock band and an instrumental in the teaser for the trailer of the video game, uh, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Ooh. Man, that's a popular ass song. Yeah, man. Um, think, let's see yeah. here. More Than Human quickly became the band's highest charting and most res- recognizable single in the entirety of their career. Uh, the song earned them their second Grammy nomination for Best Metal Performance in 95. The song was named the 68th Best Hard Rock Song of All Time by VH1. Okay, so let's do more trivia. Let's guess what the first num- number one hard rock song is. Uh, Iron Man by Black Sabbath. I don't know if I can find that on here. Well, the, wait, the song was named the of all time the best, the 68th. Uh, let's see. Would be number one. Iron Man's a pretty good guess. Yeah, Iron Man is good. I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm looking at it. All right, I'm gonna say Highway to Hell from uh, ACDC. I I think Tommy's probably right with Iron Man, but I'm just gonna guess. uh, What's that? Enter Sandman. Oh, that's a good one. But it's it's probably. It's probably. It might be Enter Sandman. It is Black Sabbath. Oh, Paranoid. Damn. Oh no, that's. uh, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. That's really... <laughs> More like Scaranoid. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, we should play uh, Jared's voicemail before we get too deep into this little episode. Explain what you guys are doing for a, a newbie like me. So, uh, we, every week, we have our resident hater, uh, <laughs> Jared, or as this week we call him Scarid nice. Thompson. <laughs> Scarid Tom- Pumpkin. I was going to say Top Son of Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. wow, that's great, too. Yeah, shit, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Tom Son of, of Frankenstein. It's, it's a mouthful. But. <laughs> he uh, he calls in. He he leaves us his thoughts on each band. I will say he's been a little 
He's been a little soft lately. Uh, uh, I, I hate to call him out here, but he's been nicer than normal to some sh- of the people. That's not the shtick. But I have a feeling uh, he's going to come gonna in like hard. You think so? Yeah. I could see him liking Rob Zombie. I, ca- I feel like I know that he like. I could see him hating the movies. I don't know. So let's uh, let's hear. Whoops. More. This, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three. Two, fun. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's this week they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Rob Zombie. I don't really think it matters much if it's White Zombie and Rob Zombie or just Rob Zombie. I mean, I know White Zombie were a band before. They had a, at least one, maybe several albums before we ever knew who they were. Uh, but obviously, it's terrible. I mean, musically, <laughs> it's not good. Uh, I don't even really understand who the audience is supposed to be. Like, it almost seems like it's for, like, school shootery, like, Kid Rock type fans. I, I, I don't know. I mean, is it, I think maybe people who are into, like, Slipknot or whatever think it's, like, not hard enough. Like, I really don't get who their crowd is. But it's not good, that's for sure. But I will say <laughs> that Rob Zombie's also not a good director. Uh, I know that he he makes interesting movies, uh, but they're not good. But as a major fan of the Halloween franchise, um, you know the kids say low. I'm low key into Halloween. I mean, I'm pretty whatever that the opposite high key, I guess, into the Halloween franchise. And both the Rob Zombie Halloween movies are not good, but they're at least worthy of watching and they are so fucked up i can't even describe to you especially the second one like he just urinates all over the thing and it's like you know for me i'm more it's more interesting to watch someone just completely urinate on something than try to you know make it seem like it's the original or whatever and it's nothing like that i mean the second one is one of the most like fucked up movies i've ever seen in my life and uh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, musically sucks, probably as a person. I don't know. Maybe he's cool. I don't know. But I just don't, I don't know. He's like a human version of like a trucker hat with like a, with like boobs on it or something. All right. Thanks. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> we, were, we were wrong. I yeah. love that one. Thank you, Jared. I, yeah, I don't, I think he looks bad. I mean, he's a white guy with dreadlocks a lot yeah. of the time, which is already something I'm not super into. But I think the difference is he's a really dirty white guy. Like it's not just the dreads. Like he looks like a freaking like, he does look pretty bad. A a ground dweller. Yes. How is he still alive? He looks like he's, He's not, he's not even that old. He's like 53. Oh, really? Wait, yeah. Maybe he's not alive. I mean, oh. zombies in his name. That's pretty lucky that uh, he's like a horror guy and his yeah. last name happened to be Zombie, huh? And it's weird that his brother has a totally different name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I will say I do like his story. Like, I think that it's... I, it like makes sense. Like I I uh, misunderstood your metaphor earlier, <laughs> but he is the son of people who worked at a carnival and they had to like leave because uh, there was like a riot uh, and all the tents at the uh, at the carnival were set on fire. Uh, Zombie recalled the experience in an interview, stating everybody's pulling out guns and you could hear guns going off. I remember this one guy we knew. He was telling us where to go, and some guy just ran up to him and hit him in the face with a hammer and busted his face wide open. So then they got out of there. So it's like it makes sense why he would make the things he made. I do want to say Tommy was salivating when you were talking about urinating all over. I thought I thought it was Scott Free. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you pissed freaks forgot what you signed up for, didn't you? Um, what else did he say that I wanted to speak to? Oh, the movie thing. Yeah, so I'm like, like you, Jingo, I'm not a big horror guy, especially gore horror. That's like my least favorite genre of shit. Like that election in 2000? (laughs) It was a gore horror. Yeah. Uh, who are you, Tipper Gore? Yeah, it's <laughs> Tommy no joke. Classic. <laughs> I thought about, I think about that at least once a month. Hell yeah. Um, so John Carpenter, uh, I found an article when you look up, um, Rob Zombie controversy, there's a couple things. He got into it with Marilyn Manson, um, because Manson showed up late to a show that had to end early, uh, because they were playing in a neighborhood. It's like so not punk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I want to. Um, I, I was listening to Jared's complaints, and he he questioned like what the appeal is and who listens to it. Yeah, school I, shooters. He's, what definitely, he said. I think school shooters. I don't think he even are, questions are, as much as he. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you accused? <laughs> I think he just knows. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think they were really, you know, their heyday or the two bands' heyday was in the you know mid mid late nineties. So I think it's they're pretty mainstream band. I don't really think of it as being like a goth band at all. Uh-huh. And you bring up Marilyn Manson. Like I think the, the the difference between Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson is that Rob Zombie definitely has a sense of humor about what he's doing. Ah. Marilyn Manson t- takes himself very very seriously, and all yeah. his lyrics are just, you know gobbledygook. But like Rob Zombie is clearly having fun with it, you know. Yeah. So I, I think that that, that kind of helps. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, Let's play uh, their song together while we're talking. Yeah. About oh, it. oh yeah, this good call. sucks. <laughs> this song is awful. <laughs> Interesting. I, I, want, I, I show it to you because I want want us all to enjoy how all bad right. this is. Here, here, before we play it, guess what Beatles cover these bu- two boys might get into. Helter Skelter? That's right, but you, but you knew that. Uh, <laughs> it's just like the least inspired choice of Beatles song ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's so poorly mixed. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't fucking hear anything. It's shitty. No. It's like wall of sound in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of the wall of sound is you can still hear the individual elements exactly. of it. Yeah. This is wall of I, sound. I, Mar- Marilyn Manson's voice is so irritating because he just has like that. Uh, yeah. Like that weird, I'm like, not cr- into it. Crooning quality. He's, we, one of our first episodes, we talked about Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah. And of course, a bunch of people were like, how dare you talk about Marilyn Manson? <laughs> really? He's really I, used so to, good. I used to listen to Marilyn Manson. That's like one of the bands I'm really embarrassed to have enjoyed. And I'm definitely not at all embarrassed about Rob Zombie. Yeah. Who did you guys have on to defend? We had Nate Fridson on. Yeah. The beautiful um, Fredson. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. I all these like horror uh, type things are just they're not totally for me. We'll get into that. My opinions on that later when we're done with the playlist. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's it scares me. But same with horror movies. But uh, I wanted to quickly touch on that uh, that John Carpenter thing, the the feud between the two of them. Uh, because the quote, the headline of this article is John Carpenter calls Rob Zombie a piece of shit. Ooh. Uh, it says, Whoa, did you hear that just now? What was it? An earthquake? Uh, no, it was the sound of Rob Zombie's heartbreaking to a million pieces. It does say Ugh. that. I know. I don't like that either, but this was written. No, I wanted to give it the, a break. It was written not long enough ago. It was 2016. What do you think it would be like 1800? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it says uh, the director, producer, uh, composer John Carpenter recently spoke to students at the New York Film Academy, during which time he had this to say about Zombie. He lied about me. He said I was very cold to him when he told me he was going to make it. Nothing could be further from the truth. I said, make it make it your own movie, man. This is yours now. Don't worry about me. I was incredibly supportive. Why that piece of shit lied? <laughs> I don't know. He had no reason to. Uh, I thought he took away the mystique. He, then he starts talking about his movie. Uh, he says, which, I thought sorry, he about the Halloween. Oh, he right. remade Halloween. Remake, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he said, I thought he took away the mystique of the story by explaining too much about Michael Myers. I don't care about that. He's supposed to be a force of nature. He's supposed to be almost supernatural, and he was too big. Because uh, Zombie like went way into his backstory and kind of explained why uh-huh. uh, Michael Myers was like, he was like an abused child or something, but he was like, I think it's way scarier if he's just a normal kid. Sure, sure. Who just is terrifying. But uh, anyway. I guess it's like a Citizen Kane type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see cycle of violence in my popcorn flicks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so then he goes on to say that he just uh, likes to smoke. He doesn't. He talks about how he likes movies that get remade where he owns the rights to them because he gets money. Hell yeah. <laughs> I really like John Carpenter yeah. after reading this. Uh, it says that uh, 
He's he's spoken at length about the joys of being able to sit around smoking weed and playing video games with his son. It's, he sounds like a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta invite him over. <laughs> um, yeah, let's go to Facebook. Also, uh, we have oh, oh a listener we, send in a new theme song. That's true. Uh, as we had before, we had uh, we had somebody send in a theme song for us, and uh, this week we have a new theme song for Facebook. So uh, let's go ahead and hear it. This is from Melinda Kashner. This song is dedicated to all the ladies out there who like to meet me in Facebook. You know, especially you, girl. I really wanna chat with you, Charlie. Cause you got a nice look. Yes, you do. Meet me on a Facebook as soon as you can. I'll be in the net soon. You know, you boy really I was gonna play the whole thing. But yeah, I told Tommy not to play the whole thing. I knew it would be a bad idea, but the song idea was good. So thanks to Bangs, aka Melinda Kashner. Wait, that person's name is Melinda. That's a man. His name is Melinda. No, Bangs. No, no. Melinda's our friend. Oh, I'm sorry. I she didn't that. agree to this. Well, at least we said her name four times. Uh, David Twitty writes. So now we're gonna go to Facebook. Every week I post on Facebook uh, asking. Uh, friends of the show, what their thoughts about the artists we're talking about are. David Twitty writes, White Zombie had some awesome songs. Hellbilly Deluxe was great, and I liked the Sinister Urge at the time, but I haven't revisited it in forever. Also, I know this about his music, but Devil's Rejects is an awesome movie, and House of a Thousand Corpses, while not remotely good, is at least very interesting. All right. Uh, Ron Trimbath writes, it's so hard for me to fathom there's, <laughs> there's still people out there who are listening to Rob Zombie. Is White <laughs> Zombie considered classic rock yet? Nothing classic about them besides being old as fuck. You son of a bitch. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, that in my face. <laughs> Robbie, uh, Robbie Buds. Bobby Buds <laughs> says he has made some of the worst movies I've ever seen, but he had a good song in Guitar Hero. <laughs> nice. Uh, Tim McLaughlin, <laughs> who is right now in our basement, <laughs> writes, I think the, uh, I think his car is a vampire. So that's nice. Dracula. Ooh, Drennan Quinn says, saw him at OzFest 98, and it's still one of the coolest shows I've ever seen. I feel like we got to read uh, from our former guest of the show and horror movie uh, fan extraordinaire, Brett Arnold, ah. writes, I went to his one-night-only movie theater event for a movie that he made via Kickstarter called 31 that was so horrible nobody would give it actual distribution. Before the movie started, we had to sit through two new Rob Zombie music videos. <laughs> I'm going to assume he didn't like it <laughs> based on the language here. Uh, both of them starred his wife, and one of them was called Gore Whore. Hideous exhibitions of a dedicated gore I think White Zombie had some hits, but his career now is kind of a parody of itself. Damn. My lord. Uh, Joe McMahon says he's fucking cool, man. <laughs> man, I just looked up his wife. Do you know what her, his wife's name is? No. Sherry Moon Zombie. Oh, I did that. Yeah. yeah. They and they've been together forever since like '96 or some shit. Yeah, like that. I think he he and the bass player and White Zombie had been dating for many years, and then yeah, I think after they stopped dating, they got together with Ms. Moon. <laughs> Ms. Moon. Hello, Ms. Uh, Moon. Ryan Moran says he is first to use samples in heavy music. Oh. I can't think of anyone before White Zombie doing that. While I didn't love everything he put out, White Zombie was incredibly original for the time. And the only time Beavis and Butthead actually popularized a relatively unknown band. That's interesting. I wonder if that's true, if that is, if it was the only time. But very interesting. It's crazy that Beavis and Butthead has become such a part of my life over the They're past. tastemakers, man. <laughs> Tim has been watching it nonstop. So then the other night we were drunk and I was just watching. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a good show. It's, it's so funny. A long time it's so great. It. Uh, the, the new ones are great, too. All right. Well, that's enough of that. Thank you guys for submitting to Facebook. Tommy, uh, we got music. two songs left. Let's so I'm gonna. Some more so this is our second, our penultimate song is. Uh, what one thing that uh, I I think uh, Jared pointed out, or maybe I was just thinking about what he pointed out is this: what uh, White Zombie and Rob Zombie, they really suffer from a, a, a sameness in all their songs. There really isn't much like dynamic difference between it, like so so many of their songs are just chugga 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 you know which yeah. is, you know because it's heavy metal that makes sense but like when they do rarely like do something that's a little more experimental or like totally different it's really really throws you for a loop and almost doesn't always quite work well that's the last song uh we'll play after is some is a departure for them i think yeah yeah uh, or let's play it now just sure we're talking about departure, uh, death of it all yeah which is uh kind of like a slow song metallica vibe to me. yeah totally yeah. totally <clears throat> 
of the YouTube comments for this. Uh, it said, this sounds like the song that would play during the end credits of the last movie ever. <laughs> God, <Yep>. that sucks. <laughs> can you imagine? Dude, can I just say, this is, this is unrelated again, but it's, it made me laugh so hard. On, a, on one of our friends' uh, late night, uh, I don't want to... I don't want to give away a lot, but uh, this uh, on a YouTube video, this little girl wrote, "I'm. T- uh, this is pretty funny. I, it's my twelfth birthday. Can I get twelve likes?" <laughs> and she got a bunch of likes. It was. I thought it was kind of cute. And then the uh, first comment underneath it was just an adult man writing a thumbs down. <laughs> what a shutdown. <laughs> This is him almost singing. Right. That was Death of It All from yeah. Rob Zombie. It almost sounded like um, on uh, Masters of Reality, this, like the Black Sabbath album. There's like a few tracks that are like kind of like those instrumental interludes. It kind of mm-hmm. kind of sound like that. Yeah, I don't know so how I felt sick. about that. Yeah, I mean, it's just like when he, whenever he does anything different, it's just not as good. Uh-huh. I just don't want him to do anything other than the chugga chugga. His singing voice is very strange to me. Yeah. It's very like pirate. Yeah, it feels <laughs> childish almost. It feels like yeah. one of those like songs that my music teacher in fourth grade would play for us around Halloween, where it's like, uh, damn it, there's a song that I w- I've always tried to remember about a little dog losing it, like it's tail wagging after it's dead oh god it's very scary <laughs> what kind of school would you go to uh school of uh hard knocks oh <laughs> you know their biggest rival to quote mike bobrinskoy who's that doorbell university <laughs> that's the old mike bobrinskoy joke. jesus christ <laughs> uh mike you're canceled <laughs> <laughs> all right we got one song left one song and i'm left. gonna try and say the entire title of the song yeah. and the album title and the artist title without taking a breath for the final song El Phantasmo and the Chicken Run Blasterama by White Zombie off the El Mastro Creep 2000 Songs of Lust, Destruction, and Other Satanic Delusions of the Head. I almost fucking did it. Hey, <laughs> it was good. Hey. I liked it. He liked it. <laughs> I'm going to kill you, Tom. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Wait. If you listen closely to this song... It says, I'm going to kill you, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to trade the demon. It's fucked up that this was on the chicken run soundtrack. <laughs> I think if you, do, if you do like those word clouds, you do like the most common spoken words in this song. And Rob Zombie's work is like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> like, it's, that's basically it. This one also has necrophilia shit in it. I think this guy's up to something. It's yeah, new, he, does, new, he doesn't have a broad emotional range. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an emotion. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it says, uh, new lovers bang the corpses. Nice. I am the plague in an 18 wheeler. Some people uh, seem to think that this is a song about the revenge of the chickens. They learned how to drive a big wheel truck and drive <laughs> around the country killing people for eating chicken meat. Damn. Pretty scary. That's cool. That's a uh, GFNGFGF. So thank you. You've, you've 
gluten-free girlfriend. Whoa. Nice. It's important, it's important to credit these idiots. <laughs> uh, Garrett the zebra writes How the hell do you get chickens killing people Out of this song I don't know what this is really about But it's a fucking awesome song You know what's annoying Like People are like, speculating what it's about I guarantee you if we just pull up the genius page for the song We will know exactly what the song is about within it's seconds It's more fun the, this the, way the, I'm, not, I'm, saying, I'm just amazing that these people are like, kind of like Speculating yeah. it's, like It's readily yeah. apparent if you just read the lyrics You know This is creepy as hell. This feels like a great fantasy live. I never have. But I feel like, I mean, I, I, I like seeing like loud music live. I feel like this would be a really fun, fun vibe. Are you yeah. a mosh pit guy? No. Really? I feel like there'd definitely be a mosh pit here. Oh, would they be? Oh, well, certainly, certainly. I mean, yeah, but I no, was just would you yeah. join in? Uh, no, I, I definitely am not into that. Um, I barely even like standing in concerts. <laughs> I, man, it's such a relief when you go to a sitting concert. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it's just a bummer great. when you're there for two hours on your feet. Like, yeah. You're trying to enjoy the music. It's like, yeah. I'm, my feet are tired. It really depends on the type of music. I was so yeah. relieved. Me and uh, me and my girlfriend went to see, I want to say, I think it was a Whitney Houston cover. Must have been all ages. Huh? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yes. But... Uh, it was all sit down, and I was like, "Thank God, yeah, <laughs> this would be so brutal if it was standing for two hours in like a restaurant." Ugh. <laughs> it, it, she was great though; it was actually really fun. Yeah. Go see covers. Go see some cover artists. Covers are fun. It's a good time. There's no more information about this song on the internet. <laughs> yeah, after um, Astro Creep and Hellbilly Deluxe, people kind of lose interest in them. I thought of them. Before we did this today, I thought of them as like a, an 80s thing, but I didn't realize it was all mid-90s, 2000s. Yeah I, th- yeah, I think they started in the late 80s, but they didn't break through until the Beavis and Butthead, which I think was like 94 or something like that. Doesn't it feel like an 80s thing? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it does kind of have like that. Yeah. Because it, it almost, in a weird way, is almost like hair metal. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, in a way, I don't know. But yeah. Hmm. Well, that is that the playlist? Yeah. I well, there, 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 there is the bonus, the bonus track. Let's hear the bonus well, track. the bonus track... So the trivia point is that as as famous as Rob Zombie is, he has an even more famous younger brother who's the front man for Power Man 5000, whose career is clearly eclipsed both White Zombie and Rob Zombie. Damn. No, no, Power Man 5000 only had one hit. <laughs> one, one, one hit. This is, is this it. their hit? Okay. It's yeah, their yeah. hit. And it's funny, like, so Rob Zombie went all in on the horror imagery. Yeah. And it's just funny that his younger brother's like, oh, I got to have a thing. Because you can't just have a band, you know, you have to have a thing. So he just like does this like really shitty sci-fi imagery, <laughs> yeah. which is so much worse. And if you watch a video for us, it's like really bad and like campy, but not in a fun way. What's he called again? Power Man. Power yeah. Man Five Thousand. What a name! W- w- when worlds collide. And his name is Spider One. <laughs> not to be confused with Spider Man. <laughs> All right, when worlds collide. Oof. It's a similar like approach because it's yeah. like the sampling and the and it's kind of like mildly electronic in places. Oh my god, the picture of their album is so bad. I remember this. I like this style singing where you sing whisper things to the listeners. Oh, Thomas Takar, you ready to party? You want to come out to the show? You and I, you can lie. Oh, this is in Tony Hawk also, and 
and WWE SmackDown vs. Raw and in what 2000 film? Um, I'll give you a hint. Comedy. 2000. This comedy. was in a comedy in 2004? 2000. Oh. Zoolander? <laughs> Zoolander's a good guess. That is a good guess. Yeah. Shallow Hell. No. No. I know exactly when Shallow Hell was released. What's that? 50 days after 9 11. <laughs> True story. <laughs> why do I know uh, it? Well, knows? then why did you guess when I said 2000? <laughs> I just wanted to tell my anecdotes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, my guess is. Uh, is Louis C.K. And you know that Louis C.K. jerked off between the two towers. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to tell that little anecdote about 9-11. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, it's the film is Little Nicky. Uh, oh, that makes sense. It makes sense, yeah. yeah. That well, was, that was a sle- we have to turn A, sl- this a sleazy off. movie that would incorporate the sleazy song. Uh, <laughs> taught me what Wait. a peeping Tom is, that movie. Is it's that weird. right? I never heard knew what that was until I saw the movie. Yeah. Ah, it's weird though. Like, Meeting you is what taught me what a peeping tom was. <laughs> <laughs> I like that joke because it was available to both of us. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're if you're the parents of Rob Zombie and Spider One, and you want like both both your kids are really into music and like you know they're, str- they're both struggling artists for a while. And eventually, one of your sons makes it real big and you know he gets his own thing, and the other other son sort of makes it big for like. You know, half a year and then fades back to obscurity. It's funny because you know, you, you're kind of like you feel bad for the younger son, but you also don't really like the older son's work either. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, you're like yeah, you can't Look, win. It's all bad. <laughs> yeah, if you were more successful, you just suck like your brother. <laughs> so <laughs> now you can like get a fucking job or yeah, something. not em- stop embarrassing us with these costume shows <laughs> that you do on television. <laughs> Uh, all right, we should wrap this episode up. Yeah, uh, Jango, thanks so much for coming yeah. on. We got to give a rating of this playlist. Yeah, wrap it up like a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, <laughs> that motif. <laughs> we kind of lost the thread of that at some point. Like a phantom thread. <laughs> <laughs> After that, uh, guy got his face busted, and he needed motif. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we got to wrap this up, bro. Oh, it's more shit like that. Two out of six. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, uh, I like more human than human. And... I could have just picked the singles, man. I, didn't, wasn't, I wasn't going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like Thundercats 65. <laughs> yeah. uh, Helter Skelter, as you know, was, that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, death of, all, of it all. Uh, I don't hate songs like that. This one's yeah. kind of missed for it's me. It's not really that interesting. I didn't mind the beginning to it. It was more just what it led to. If he never had vocals in that song, I think I would have liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chicken Run. I've never seen any of his movies, uh, so that doesn't affect me at all. But <laughs> I haven't either, actually, because, like I, I like said, I'm not a big movies, horror but, boy, but yeah. uh, I... I don't remember what any of these songs were (laughs) (laughs) based on the title, but I know that I do like uh, that WWE game. And wait, that was the that was the brother. (laughs) I I like Tony Hawk a lot. I'm gonna go one point seven five. Oh damn! (laughs) But because it is the year of uh, spookosity. That, that feels wrong. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's spookosity supposed to be? Very so young? usually we used to have a thing where it was the year of generosity and we would bump up our scores. Oh, okay. But uh, we gave up on that bit. Yes. And so <laughs> because we I, gave uh, up on it, this score is unaffected. This is so stupid. Cause I, you said spookosity. I was like, I, my, it could my, be synchronicity. I was <laughs> thinking it because this, this is the year of Me Too. I thought you were doing... You're trying to make me too into Spugazi. No. Like, where's the fucking bridge between those two, uh, two we're sounds? We're not going down that bridge. No. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go 1.75. Me boo. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Get out. <laughs> Halloween's just around the corner, kids. <laughs> I'm going as the Me Boo movement. Okay. So what do you got to plug, Jenga? <laughs> um, oh yeah, what do you rate the playlist? Oh well, um, I think that playlist in particular was a four out of six, maybe. Okay. I mean, that right. Helter Skelter is such a wash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, not not a wash. It's just terrible. Yeah. And I I agree that the, like the wh- whichever that song was with the uh, acoustic like yeah, yeah 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 it's just kind of it's not it's not the band's strength. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, you know what? I will say I somehow liked this more than I thought I would. It yeah. was just yeah. shocking for my score. Right, I liked I'll it more it. than I liked Slipknot. Me too, yeah. for sure. Yeah. 
I th- I think I'm sorry, me boo. <laughs> <laughs> I think what it comes down to is it really is if the band has a sense of humor or not. Yeah, yeah. Slipknot has no sense of humor. For sure. Marilyn yes. has no sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Rob Zombie is going into it, and he, he knows he knows what he's doing. You know? Yeah, totally true. Um, well, thanks so much for coming on, yeah, man. You got stuff you want to plug? Um, well, my Colbert appearance. When's this? When's this podcast coming? Wednesday. Out? Yes, it's not going to be done by then. Uh, it'll hopefully come out sometime this month. Hell or yeah! Next month. Look up and, for that. Uh, oh. Uh, in Halloween news, I'm doing shtick or treat. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah, Can who you are you going to be? I'm going to be uh, Rodney Dangerfield with a twist. So you got to come out and see what that twist is. Yeah. I'm going to guess that you will be getting a lot of respect. <laughs> <laughs> Respected by his peers, Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, are, are you guys doing shtick or treat? I am not Shaker going to. I pitched Mark Norman. I think that would have been fun, but mm-hmm. uh, they were like, I th- he thinks that he's not famous enough for something. So they yeah. beat him. But now I'm busy, so I can't um, do it. I did but, it last year. I'm not doing it this year. What did you do last year? Last year I was Elton John Oliver. <laughs> Can you guess the twist? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will be at DC. I'll be in DC this very weekend, Friday and Saturday, for shows. I'm headlining at the Big Hunt. Uh, I believe the shows are 8 and 10. I'm bringing Tim McLaughlin. All you have to do to come to the Big Hunt with me is be a Patreon subscriber. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm bringing his broke ass, so uh, come to that. It'll be real fun. Um, besides that, go to TomTicar.com, check out my Twitter and all that shit. Tommy? Uh, yeah, I'm starting a new show at Coney Island Baby. We have Ooh, our first doggy. one Monday the 22nd, then we're going to be weekly uh, on Tuesdays, hell starting yeah. in November. So come to that if you're in New York. That's tight as hell. Um, guys, rate and review the podcast if you're having a good time. And speaking of the Patreon, get on that Patreon, baby. Patreon.com slash standbyyourband. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. And email us at standbyyourbandpod at gmail.com if you want to send in like theme songs or any of that shit or just give us... Uh, notes on uh any jokes that you didn't like or anything like that <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah. don't do that uh, well, well, right. line edits <laughs> all right keep it crispy bye Ooh. oh wait keep it spooky yeah we're talking <laughs>